2: And welcome to the first part of episode 415 of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, the Fluffiest Whimsicott, and I'm here today with two fantastic co-hosts, my friend Scron. Hey guys, what's up? And my friend Basket. What's up, Puckle peeps? So, a quick explanation. You may have noticed I said first part of the episode. It's because due to the release of Sword and Shield, we are recording three episodes for you this week. The first part is going to have spoilers up to the fourth gym or thereabouts. The second part that goes out tomorrow is going to have spoilers up to the eighth gym. And the last part that's going out on Wednesday is going to have full-out spoilers, no holds barred, you have been warned. (laughs) That said, people, welcome to Generation 8.
0: (laughs) Yeah, oh my goodness, guys. Like, are you just blown away,
2: kind of yes, <laughs>
0: yeah, right, like there was so much negative hype, I think, leading up to the release of Sword and Shield, and to actually play the game and see just like at least in the early game i I haven't uh I just got past the first gym and I'm in the second gym town, that's where I'm at in the game. Everything up to where I've been so far has just been beautiful, stunning, and I haven't had
1: too many complaints, yes. So, giant positive for me, I like all the characters involved. This has never happened to me, ever, in a <laughs> Pokemon game, ever. Like, all of the rivals, like, your buddy, he's just a stand-up dude.
0: Okay, but on the contrary, he's basically just how again.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, Howe, at least for me, Howe was annoying as all get out, and he was just... He was always like so pumped to do whatever, and it was just like I don't, I don't know. He was he was really annoying. This guy, he's like he's like, hey, that Wulu, you know, just ran through the gates. We're not supposed to go there, but we're we're like (laughs) Pokemon trainers, right? We're supposed to save things, right? Let's go do this. I mean, it 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 felt so much like a couple of kids legitimately doing what kids do, as opposed to.
0: Malasadas, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: (laughs) You do make a very good point. I want to say that was my first impression of Hop, but let me tell you, I'm a bit further ahead than you in the game and he shows up a little bit too often. Let's put it that way.
0: really? (laughs) He's he's like your guiding hand, I guess you could say.
1: I mean, okay, so I understand that that's like a needed thing in Pokemon games and stuff like that, but for me... It's, like, all the other people that followed you around in X and Y and Sun and Moon and, like, all those things, they just seem super, like, one-dimensional, you know? Oh, yeah. Hop where Malasat was Malasat. Or not Not Hop. Hal <laughs> oh. was Malasat. <laughs> and, I mean, Tierno was – he wanted to dance, and that was the only thing he ever talked about, like – Right, right. You know, it's just, like, maybe it's because they're not giving him, like, a shtick. Yes. At least so far that I've gone – that he feels like a real person. Fair, fair. Instead of some, like, rubber stamp, you know?
2: Yes, he does definitely have more depth than previous rivals, I have to say. I think I think we're we'll jumping the gun a bit. Like, we're diving into the story, which I guess means, like, it's a pretty decent story so far. But I don't even know what starter you guys got. I want to know, like, your version, your starters. Like, give me all the goods, guys.
0: Okay. Alright, Uh so sword version over here had to go Sabal Squad and with a Wulu straight off the bat because Wulu is love, Wulu is life.
2: <laughs> that is like 100% a match to what I did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes! Sobble Wulu Squad! <laughs> Yay!
1: Okay, alright, so we are the Sabel Squad because apparently nobody picked anything but Sabel.
0: <laughs> no, like I've, I've talked to other people People like it's been a pretty, you know, even mix.
1: Oh no, I mean, I mean, I mean, for us. <laughs> oh right, okay. But yeah, I have a Sobble. I've actually been doing a blind Nuzlocke. Ooh! On your first playthrough. <laughs> I, I I do I do it for every game. Oh,
0: that sounds pretty fun, actually. Wow.
1: There are a couple, um, like it's like a soft Nuzlocke because I didn't know how it was gonna play. Right. Mm-hmm. So if something dies, it's dead. Right. But because it's my first playthrough, if I have two Pokemon that I've caught that are just hanging out in my bank, then I can, I guess, sacrifice.
2: (laughs) Oh, I get it. I get it.
1: Two Pokemon to get one back, but I can only do that once.
2: Oh. And I'm
1: just doing that so that I can keep as many of the Galar Pokemon as possible.
2: I see, I see, I see. So you're using the old stuff to make sure you can stick with the new stuff. Okay,
0: guys. Here's my question for you.
1: Uh huh. What is your favorite Gen Eight Pokemon so far? Ooh. Okay, okay. So far, it has to go out to my favorite Thievul right now. Uh huh. Oh right, Swiper from Dora the Explorer, pretty much. <laughs> Get off your ridiculous high horse or whatever you're on, because. Oh. Uh, <laughs> count? what about
2: you? Okay. So, I mean, Wooloo is Wooloo, but I feel like Wooloo is in a category of its own.
0: Yeah. You know, I feel, I feel that. I feel that.
2: <laughs> yes. So I don't even know that it counts. And I think so far, maybe, maybe Poltygeist, which I knew existed, but I hadn't seen properly because I was <laughs> avoiding spoilers. And I just evolved one today. And when I saw <laughs> it, I was like, Oh, okay. I, I don't yeah, even have I words see. for it. It's just too good. I named it Aziraphale.
0: Oh, smart. And
2: <laughs> I'm just in love with it. In love. I dig that. I dig <laughs> that so much.
0: Is, is that a reference to... Um, it, well, obviously, it's a biblical reference, but also like to Good Omens, specifically?
2: It's only a Good Omens reference for me, because I'm not okay. familiar with an Aziraphale from the Bible.
0: So, uh, The angel guardian of the Eastern Gate, or whatever. Anyway...
2: Was he called that in the Bible as well? I don't I, thought, I don't
0: think so. I don't I'm
2: f- pretty sure like Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett made up the name. But this is not a good omens podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: Yes. Yes. We love to rant here on the Puckle Podcast about yes. our favorite topics. Anyway. So do we want to go through our current teams? Whoa, I'm gonna get to say my favorite Pokemon. Oh, basket? I'm sorry,
1: Scrawn. Calm
0: sorry. down. Alright, uh Galar. I'm just far-fetched. so excited. Galarian freaking Farfetch'd. Look at that thing. <laughs> it's just, when I encountered it, I was fully, ex- like, in the overworld, it looked like a normal Farfetch'd, right? Yes. And then you run into it, and it's just like this epic samurai ninja. It's like, oh, Omaiwa my machine And then I caught it, <laughs> looked at it, and it's a fighting type.
2: What? Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, I was expecting it to be a fighting type if, like, you know, if Galarian Farfetch'd is considered at right. all, because I knew that Knight was a fighting type. Okay. Uh, sirfetch I'm sorry. I just said... Sirfetch'd, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why Guard of War's Japanese name suddenly came to mind. <laughs> well, I know why, but whatever. But when I saw it in the grass, I still wasn't sure that it was a Galarian Farfetch'd over a regular Farfetch'd. I thought, well, it's a bit dark, but and then, ooh, giant leak. Okay. That is like a giant <laughs> form. <laughs>
0: it's just, I love it so much.
2: <laughs> it's really great, honestly.
0: Yeah. All right. What's the next topic, Limsicott?
2: Well, uh, Basket was saying what's on our party right now. And I think we can go for that. I don't think any of us has stuff that is from past the fourth gym mm, and no. wasn't in a trailer. <laughs> So <laughs> No, no. I'll go first. Sure. My party right now is Sobble's Final Evolution, Wulu's Evolution, and Poltygeist, a Creamy, and a Fossil, which I guess... Which one? <laughs> okay, so I don't think this is a spoiler. The Fossils in this game work in a way that I think is absolutely brilliant. Yes. <laughs> and I... Got the um, the electric ice one.
0: Oh man, what is that one? Isn't that like Arctovolt?
2: Arctozolt, actually.
1: Arctovolt, Arctozolt, yeah. Wait, they have fossil Pokemon that aren't rock type.
0: Yeah, so there are four fossil pieces, and they normally combine together to be like a really poorly evolutionarily involved Pokemon, but you can mix and match them with the other Pokemon so that you make, like, these Frankenstein abominations. What? So there are four potential fossil Pokemon, and they're, like, perversions of the other. It's really cool. Yeah.
2: They're based on the fact that, you know, the fossils that you found are blatantly just partial fossils. (laughs) And so the person who revives them for you just kind of, like, Frankensteins them together (laughs) to make a full Pokemon. That
1: is so awesome. Right? That is so awesome. I need to... Okay, I need to stop what I'm doing (laughs) and and go do that because, holy crap, can I... So I'm literally right in front of the third gym about ready to go in and battle. Can I grab a fossil and, like, revive that before that? Or do I have to wait until... I think it's past the fourth, the fourth gym. Year. That's why we were talking.
2: It's about... um, around the place where you fight the fourth gym.
0: Okay. okay. All right. Like, oh my goodness. There, that, There's so many wonderful things. And we haven't even begun to discuss Flapple yet.
2: Oh gosh, Flapple. <laughs> <laughs> right?
0: Like, I love that. Like, it's... So you get the key item, I believe, right after the third gym or whatever. And you can use it to evolve... What, whatever they're called, applins in your Applin, game. Applin, yes. And I, I love that it's like an exclusive quote unquote, but it's more like it's an exclusive key item. So you have to mm-hmm. trade to someone who has the, in Sword, it's Flapple, in Shield, it's, uh, what is it? Uh, Appleton. <laughs> and you can get your Pokemon that way.
2: Well, uh, so I think post game, maybe there are ways to get the other without trading. But I'm not sure.
0: Oh, so like in raid battles and stuff.
2: I don't, I'm not sure. I think Shamu mentioned something, but we're a fourth gym podcast, and so we can't go into specifics. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sorry.
0: So, but speaking of raid battles, so far, what that's pretty big.
2: <laughs> oh man!
0: And like the wild area in general. Like I don't know about you guys, but. In terms of actual, like, story mode gameplay, Mm -hmm. I spent maybe a fifth of the time I did there than I did in the wild area, which is just a huge time
2: sink, just catching Pokemon. Yes, it's like, I'm not catching a lot of stuff in the wild area, because I'm trying to catch only new stuff, or almost only new stuff, but I still spent, like, a significant amount of time in there, like... I didn't even spend as much time in there as other people, but it still took me like nine hours of gameplay to get a single gym badge. This game <laughs> has a lot of stuff for us to do, and I'm all about it.
0: Yep, yeah, I think it took me about five hours in total. I pretty much caught everything I could see in the wild area until like, you know where that bridge is that you cross mm-hmm. over? I didn't go over the bridge, but like everything before then, I tried to catch everything that I could.
2: Yeah. I didn't go over the bridge either, but at that point, there were already people in our Discord in voice chat.
0: You know, like, I really want to talk to everyone in the voice chat, but like, I know how slow I play, and I know that like, if I'm listening to Dr. Shamu, who already has like the post game completed and a competitive team ready, (laughs) then I'm not going to enjoy the game for myself, right?
2: Yes. My solution to that was getting the game from the Australian eShop. And then I just essentially spent the entire evening and night playing along with Sparky. And we just played together and we were in the exact same spot at the exact same time because even if he got it like an hour after me, he caught up really (laughs) soon. And we essentially just played together, like two little kids playing together, getting like red and blue for Christmas like 20 years ago, except we are on literally opposite sides of the world. So isn't that cool?
0: (laughs) Yes, it's so wonderful. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Ah, uh, I do the only complaint I can really think of in the game is the mandatory EXP sharing. Like first thing I did when I uh when I go into a Pokemon game is I turn off the post uh fainting switch option, which you know, like if whenever you KO mm-hmm. something Set. it says, yeah, would you like to switch understand. this Pokemon? Like I I don't do that because it's a really bad habit to have if you do competitive. Mm-hmm. And I try to turn off the EXP share so I can grind for myself because I enjoy that more. It lets me, you know, keep my Pokemon at good levels, etc. I don't, I, I I can't find the option or I don't think there is an option that you can there turn off. There is no the... option.
2: You cannot turn off the EXP share in this game. But I think that's a good thing because with so many new and unrevealed things in the beginning of the game, I was catching so much stuff. And it just wasn't physically possible for me to progress through the game without the experience share. Like even as it was, I was slightly under leveled, and I was having trouble with some battles.
0: Yeah, it's definitely like I compare this to probably Gen Three, which has a roughly equivalent amount of total Pokemon, I guess, in Emerald or something that you could possibly get. Mm -hmm. Maybe I maybe I'm wrong in that, but like you could maybe have like. Twelve different evolutionary lines in Emerald yes. to, before you face the first gym.
2: I think Emerald doesn't have as many Pokemon overall, but it does all of, have all of Pokemon in the beginning. So yes, it's a comparable experience.
0: Yeah. Oh man, it, but like for real, the wild area is just like magical to me.
2: It is. It took us <laughs> a long while to figure out how to do raids with each other, but thankfully we have Sigma and Shamu, and they just know everything. So we so figured it out and yes.
1: I was going to say, I didn't spend a whole lot of time in the wild area just because I'm doing blind Nuzlocke, but I did spend, I did sink like three hours in there wandering around and like messing with the different stuff and figuring out camping and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And it was super, super cool. But the thing that you were talking about leveling, one of the things I was in the XP share. One of the things I was worried about is I was like, am I going to be able to nuzlock this game? Because if the XP share is on all the time, then I'm just going to be overleveled and it's going to, I'm just going to fly through this thing, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I figured out that I think the original reports of it being like way too easy and stuff like that, I think a lot of people were spending time catching tons and tons of Pokemon and because you get experience every time you catch a Pokemon yes. and then you're also you also have to battle a whole bunch in order to... Get to a point to where you can catch the ones you want and stuff like that, and just random encounters and blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Because I haven't been dealing with that, my party has pretty much remained on par with levels. Yes, but the weird thing is, it's like it seems to me. And correct me if I if you guys have like been getting a different experience or whatever. But it seems that the trainers throughout the routes and the Pokemon are pretty close to the same level as like the gym leader that you're about to fight. Yes. And in some cases, your rival's level is like lower than some of the Pokemon in the grass. Yeah. So it's like, I'm not having a a problem beating my rival or anything like that. But it's some of the random trainers that give me problems, which I'm actually okay with.
2: Yes. So one of my biggest problems was catching my Galarian Farfetch'd. Like the people (laughs) I was in voice chat with can tell you, it took me over 20 minutes. Because <laughs> it was just too strong, it was destroying my party, it wouldn't stay in any Pokeball, I had no status moves, it was a nightmare, like a true challenge just to catch one Pokemon. Not even like the rarest Pokemon of all, it was just a Galarian Farfetch'd, they're in their overworld.
0: Just a Galarian Farfetch'd, I'm sorry, One's I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> Excuse sorry. me? Scrum. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You may be appeased by knowing that I did name her White Knight.
0: Okay, I I am glad that you took my name recommendation. Like <laughs> oh, the, I had recommended a few weeks ago that Whimsicott catch a surfetched and name it White Knight because in in our community we like to say that everyone tries white Knighting for Whimsicott because <laughs> she's our only female. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yes, I kind of I kind of ruined the joke because my Farfetch is a girl as well. But no, I no, that's you know, that's
0: fair. That's yeah, fair, you know. I'm
2: going to reclaim the joke and, <laughs> with a feminist twist.
0: There you go. There you go. Power power to you. Exactly. <laughs> All right.
2: So, I guess I guess if I'm forgiven for the slight to your pressure, Galarian Farfetch, I think I've earned a break, and we'll be right back with you in a minute.
0: Well, school's coming up, kids. If you want some cool new swag for, I don't know, back to school season, you can go over to the Puckle Tea Public Store, and you can go and grab any kind of designs, whether it just be the Puckle logo so you can represent me and the company that all these people are working for, or maybe you just want something cool like a Pokemon like Dragonite Kanji shirt. It's fantastic. We got everything over there. If not, maybe you want to throw a pillow to throw in your apartment if you're going to college. Just some cool artwork to put on your wall. You can just go grab some of the Puckle staff uh, pictures that Basket put up. They're great. Uh, I suggest it. Everything you can buy there helps us out in any single way that you can possibly do it. Uh, It's a great way to support the show and get something in return. So please go do it. And I will catch you guys on the flip-flop.
2: And welcome back from that short break. I think for our second part, I want to start by talking about the gyms, because they're precious.
0: Yes. Oh my goodness. There is so (laughs) much... Like, this is one of those negative energy moments that was leading up to Sword and Shield, right? I feel like most people were concerned about the gyms. Like, why am I dressing up in sports gear? Why am I doing these things? Why are the, why does that gym leader not have a visible nose? Right. Questions like that, those,
1: <laughs>
0: uh, but um, <laughs> the moment, whenever you go to Modestoke city mm-hmm. and you go to the opening, like unveiling of the gym challenge, and you just see all of the gym leaders walking out and you learn about this structure and about how it like weeds people out. And it's like this, amazing process in galar that like people are uh, like to me it seems like they're brainwashed to basically like just partake and consume in like it's epic right like
2: so (laughs) you know i'm italian and the fact that it's literally a soccer stadium is exactly how soccer is in italy like you open (laughs) you open like the website for an Italian newspaper on any given day, there's a 50% chance that the news piece at the top is going to be about soccer. (laughs) I kid you not. I kid you not. Or like
0: Venice sinking or something.
2: (laughs) I mean, these days it's Venice sinking. Uh, Don't make me cry, please. But (laughs) usually if there's an important A-series match going on, even with Venice thinking, you might have <laughs> soccer at the top of the page. Right. I know it sounds ridiculous, but that's exactly like what we are like right, as right. a culture. And that's what Galar is like with its gym challenge.
0: Yeah. Like people only talk about like two things. That I, Like whenever you're running around talking to the random people in the city and stuff, they'll talk about one. I love the gym challenge. And two, Chairman Rose owns everything. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Opulence. He owns everything. Yes. Yeah. Exactly.
1: <laughs> it's like those two topics, you know? Yes. Something that's kinda cool, I thought, about the gyms and like the system was how they actually talk about sponsors for the gyms. Yes. Like how how um oh my gosh, I keep wanting to call him how
2: Leon. Hop.
1: Hop. How Hop, his brother is sponsoring you, and then, like, all these different... Uh, Endorsing. I just thought that was cool. Endorsing. Yeah, like, he's paying for your hotel stay and, like, stuff like that. Like, I thought that was awesome. I think the
2: sponsors in the League are paying for your stuff and he's endorsing you because if you watch like the back of his cape Mm -hmm. he's got like sponsors all over like like the stickers like on 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 a racing driver's helmet or something yeah 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 Mm
0: -hmm. so but it's an endorsement and he's sponsored by these big companies that chairman rose typically owns yeah and like he has all the logos on his cape and stuff
2: by the way, can we talk about how Chairman Rose is, like, pre-Iron Man Tony Stark? <laughs> his assistant is, like, evil Pepper Potts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've only just now seen his assistant in uh, the Water City. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, the, I, I can totally see that. Because he just seems like... You kind of get, like, weird, creepy vibes from Chairman Rose, like, when he's alone. I don't know. I, I can't tell if he's evil or not yet. I think he's just an eccentric, like, billionaire who, like, Mm. ends up, will end up doing something evil eventually. But, um, yeah, his assistant is super creepy.
2: (laughs) Yes. Yes.
0: (laughs) You guys clearly know more on this than I do. So please,
2: (laughs) yes, I'm trying, I'm trying not to spoil you. No, no, it's okay. I,
0: I, I am okay with any spoilers up to the fourth gym. I signed up for this.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm basically where you are, Scron, as far as, like, knowledge on the two of them. Okay, But can we talk about, since we're talking about gyms, can we talk about the challenges before the gyms? Because that Wooloo role, oh my
0: gosh. Inaudible <laughs> <laughs> <And> squeals. <laughs> <laughs>
2: sorry! I'm sorry for killing everyone using headphones. I, I, I apologize, but... Love it. Welcome to the experience of Sparky and everyone else who was unlucky enough to join me in our Discord voice chat as I was playing through the game. They probably need to see like an ear doctor or something. Yeah, as soon as right. the week starts off. All of the
0: cute Pokemon.
2: Yes, yes. Giant screams of what is that? Uh, we're probably like <laughs> Sparky was in Australia, but I think he might have heard me even without using the Discord chat <laughs> at
0: some point. <laughs> I bet. So. Oops. Crazy. Oh my goodness.
2: Yes, but the challenges before the gyms are... They're incredibly varied. I mean, I was really surprised by how much variety they managed to put in. And I've done five gyms so far. I will not talk about the fifth one, which honestly wasn't as exciting as some of the others. But I'm just delighted by how incredibly zany some of them are they're right, so quirky right. they're so random they're so i don't know how they came up with those but i'm into it
0: yeah and like at the at nationals when we did the demo and we did, did the water gym mm-hmm. like i thought everything was going to be like a puzzle challenge like that
2: yeah but same. it
0: really isn't
2: <laughs> yeah exactly we're used to puzzles before our gyms and so i thought Oh, okay, so there's going to be like a grass-type puzzle and a water-type puzzle, but they got us, like, they showed us in the demo the only one that was similar to what we were used to before, so we <laughs> had a very pleasant surprise when we started the game. Yes,
0: yes, yes. Okay. Oh,
2: by the way, can we, can we talk about, like, the very beginning of the game?
0: Yes. Oh, my God. It was such yes. a warm yes. feeling, you know?
2: Yes. And... The slumbering wield, where you go with Hop to save the wood. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! The atmosphere, the music, the
0: music. The music there is like, yeah, where it has like, oh, what, what even is that instrument? Like, I think it's some type of woodwinds.
2: I don't know what it is, but the melody, it was, it was like it, I wasn't in a Pokemon game. It felt like I was in a movie or in a really like high value production TV show.
0: Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> I feel that.
2: And when the Legendary, probably, we don't know, appeared, Basket has an awesome theory about it, but I will tell you, Basket, you can say your theory, but everyone who doesn't want spoilers should, like, turn the sound off, like, skip uh, the next no, 60 no, seconds. no, no, no,
0: we shouldn't even talk about it then.
2: No, I want to talk about it. It's just a theory.
1: It's a theory. I don't know.
0: Oh, okay. We don't. We don't actually know if this is true or not, people. So it's not. I have clear. no idea,
2: but I think it's so brilliant that Basket is absolutely right. Okay. So skip the next sixty seconds, people who don't even want to risk it. Go Basket.
1: Okay. So first off, I have no idea if this is correct or not. But so when I saw the Wolf originally, right, I had my uh, Pokemon Sword cartridge holder like right next to me, and I was looking at it. And I noticed that the wolf had like an ear missing and all this stuff. And it's like braid was different. And I was like, Mm -hmm. well, this isn't the wolf with the sword in its mouth. And then I looked up the picture of the wolf with the shield and it didn't look the same either. Because there's like, it's like braided down. It's like red whiskers and everything. Mm -hmm. And they both have ears and stuff. And I realized it doesn't have any of its gear. Yeah. Like it didn't have a crown. It didn't have two ears. And if you look on the box art, the ears are like part of the crown I think like they're gold. Mhm. So I think that the legendary is that there's only one legendary and depending on what you choose, it either picks up the sword and gets like the the crown gear mm-hmm. or it picks up the shield and gets the shield gear.
2: I think that is incredibly brilliant. Okay,
1: so I saw a
0: friend playing through on um, shield and the wolf looks visibly different in between sword and shield. Oh.
2: Really? Yes.
0: Dang. Yes. <laughs> Sorry oh, to <laughs> break that down.
2: <laughs> you burst our bubble. Yes,
0: I am and the master of bursting bubbles. How does it? How does it? How does it visually? Um... Oh man, like it's mainly the color and like there's mm. a, the braid. Yeah, I think. Okay. I I'd, I'd look up a quick YouTube video. We need to talk about uh, how to connect to raids and stuff. Ooh, okay. Yes. People should yes, know. Please.
2: So. We couldn't figure it out for the longest time. And then, as I said, Sigma and Shamu came to the rescue. So we're going to help out anyone listening who doesn't have a Sigma or a Shamu (laughs) and doesn't want to spend ages looking it up online. So what you do to set up a raid is you go to the den where the raid that you want to do is. You click on it. And when you're on the raid screen where you see the outline of the Pokemon, you click the plus button. That lets you set up a four-digit code that you need to right. remember okay. because you're going to give it to your friends. Once you've set the code, you can give it to your friends and then you can click Invite Others. And this will put a stamp out into the game that people will see when they open their Why Come menu by clicking the Y button. Once you click the Y button, obviously everyone involved has to be connected to the internet for this to work. When you see the Y button uh, menu and you see the stamps in it, you can refresh the stamps to make sure that your friend's stamp is towards the top of the list. You can filter it to maybe friends only or seeking only or max raids only so that the stamp shows up on your first page. You click on it. You input the code that your friend gave you when it's required. And then you're joining the raid with your friend. That is all.
0: And that's how you do uh, You do the four-digit code to also, like, battle and trade with people in local communication. And speaking as a VGC professor, that's really
1: a smart way to deal with the potential mishaps that could have occurred. So, having not done this yet, that sounds super, like, simple and way easier, I think, than, like, the Friends Plaza, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But... How do you because you guys were mentioning that you could sort it through friends so how do you add someone as a friend for someone who's not who hasn't done this yet uh, your friend code
2: you do it on the switch like you did it on the 3ds before
1: with the regular friend code all right yes yeah. okay cool
2: I'm sorry that was a very long explanation but I hope it was useful for some yes so we did raids in the voice chat we did everything in the voice chat mm-hmm. and I have to say though, there was something I did in a raid that made me realize how good it was for me to be completely unspoiled about yeah, the game.
0: It, it was a magical experience.
2: It's exactly the right word. It's magical. <laughs> I found I found this raid, and I was in voice chat with a bunch of people. And I said, hey guys, I found a raid. It's a pure fighting type. It kind of looks like a blob. I don't know what it is. Are you guys interested? And everyone was like, yes, yes, please, I want in. This is something I really want. And that is how I found out that this really cool Pokemon existed that I hadn't even been aware of before.
0: Like, I don't even know what you're talking about.
2: And you won't know because I don't think you can find it in the wild before the fourth gym.
0: (laughs) What?
2: What? Yes. Oh, my God. The raids are kind of random and... The raids do, like, level up according to how many gym badges you have, but what is in the raid is kind of all over the place. So Oshawott found a Ditto raid pretty early on in the game, and that's how I got my first Ditto. Nice! Like, way before I had access to Dittos in the actual, you know, playthrough.
0: Right, right. And, like, I I think I've done that with a Honedge Mm -hmm. and like, a Ralts, maybe?
2: Yes. The thing is... Everything about this game is enhanced by the fact that I don't know what to expect. I'm catching Pokemon just to evolve them and see what they evolve into, because I have no idea if they evolve, what they will look like, what they're (laughs) going to be able to do. And it's it's amazing. And also there's so many crazy evolution methods. I'm trying to figure out as many of them as I can by myself. But-
0: yeah I far-fetched is pretty far-fetched I'm gonna say that much you'll probably have to look it up <laughs> do you want to know
2: no I don't want to okay. know I want to at least try like I all managed the right. like, <laughs> I managed the like, creamy but just because Shamu gave me a really good hint so
0: I really can't just mm, you have to do a specific amount of things in a battle oh wow that's all I have to say and it's kind of really really hard <laughs>
2: That's a decent hint. I will take that. Okay. (laughs) Like, I was um, talking to Piccolo today in voice chat. He was trying to evolve his Yamask. And oh boy, oh boy, that is a struggle. (laughs) That's completely insane. I will not go into details, but just know, people, it's insane. You might have to look it up.
0: (laughs) Man, I want to look it up now. (laughs) Yamask (laughs) troubles, fun oh my goodness so many wonderful things I I just want to get like as soon as this is over I'm gonna go back to playing
2: Oh I think I'm gonna do that too like I should be making dinner for my boyfriend but
0: Nah, yeah, this is an important <laughs> weekend you can tell him to go
2: no I'll just I'll just you know I have frozen food it's fine
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my goodness
2: so before we go back to the game I think... We've been talking a lot about our Discord and I think we want to let everyone know how to find our Discord if they want to join in on the fun. Our Discord link is in the show notes in the description. And you can also find links to all of our social media on our website, pucklepodcast.com. If you want to share your impressions of the game with us without you know coming into voice chat and screaming at us, you can write (laughs) into our mailbag which is the segment of the show where we read our listeners' email. We are not going to have a mailbag this week, because this is a special episode, but we're going to have one next week, so you can send your impressions of the game, expressions of Outrage, hopefully not as many as we thought there were going to be, to pucklepodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to keep up with us on other social media, we are on Twitter, we are on Twitch, there's probably going to be people streaming Sword and Shield throughout the week. We are on Reddit, we are on Instagram, we are on YouTube, we are pretty much everyone. Pretty
0: much we everywhere. Still have
2: a, <laughs> yeah, we have a Facebook too, we're everywhere. We are Puckle Podcast on every single social media we have, except our Twitch, which is the Puckle Podcast.
0: Because someone, for some reason, decided to be Puckle Podcast before us. <laughs>
2: It was us, actually, but then, <laughs> then Twitch changed owners and we couldn't recover our old password. It's an entire thing. Never
0: mind. <laughs> For a different day.
2: So, if you like us very much and you want to contribute in a more um, material way to our show and our community, we have a Tee public shop and a Patreon. You can look them up under Puckle Podcast. You can get cool t-shirts and tapestries and phone cases and mugs and everything else from our public. And you can leave your hard-earned cash, but just a little bit of it, in our Patreon coffers. And with that, I think we can close this first part of the show. What do you guys think?
0: Yeah, oh Oh my goodness. Like, There's so many things I have yet to discover in this game. So many things that I have discovered and I'm just enthralled about. But if we talk anymore, then I'm going to be spoiled more than I'd like to be, because yes. I have a lot of catching <laughs> up to do.
1: Oh my goodness. I think more than anything, this game has, like, it's actually made me excited for the future of Pokemon, and I'm very happy that my, like, okay, I'm still upset that, like, all the reasons why people were complaining mm-hmm. are still somewhat valid, mm-hmm. but I do feel like This is not a game where I'm going to play it and be like, well, I'm upset and, you know, I don't want to play Pokemon as much anymore, which is what I was kind of thinking Yeah. in the beginning. So I'm just, I'm way happier than I thought I was going to be. And I love it.
2: I think there are many people's feeling the way that you're feeling. And I'm glad that this game is exciting enough that we can still have fun with it and quite a lot of it. Even though we know Dexit is still, like, looming on the horizon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I, I would keep going, like, for another, like, two hours, but I don't want to spoil Scrawn. I want to let Basket <laughs> get back to his gym challenge. So I guess for us now, I have been the fluffiest whimsicot.
1: I've been the I've been Basket.
2: And while you stay tuned for the second part of the episode coming out tomorrow, for <laughs> us right now, it's closing time.